you open up your hearts to him, he's an amazing man. Over to Keenan. Awesome. Morning, morning, everybody. Um, thanks for the opportunity just to, to preach today. I think it's a, just a, it's a privilege, and we, I don't take it lightly. Um, hope you guys are all ready for a good word from this amazing people also that's going to preach today, and I pray that God speaks through me and your, your hearts are open to hear what God is speaking to you today. So yeah, I only have seven minutes, or oh, well, 6.45 now, um, so <laughs> which is a bit challenging, but I think I've sat under enough uh, preachers from Gabe to now to speak 500 words a minute, so I'm going to give it a shot. Um, so as a church, we are in the new, in the, in the vision for the year, and it's not just for the year, but uh, for our lives as well, and it's see the new, it's on the wall. Um, but I think for a lot of us, and for me included, it was a bit challenging at first um, to see the new. Uh, people talking about it, but I don't see it. Um, and there's a lot of factors that, that, that influences. And um, I just want to go to Scripture, and then we just base it on Scripture. And the Scripture that I'm going to read today is in Luke uh, 9, verse 59 to 62. So it says here, Then he said to another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will follow you, but let me first go and bid them farewell who are at my house. Jesus said to him, No one having put his hand to the plow, looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. God, I just pray that you speak to this word, God, and be it be fruitful in Jesus' name. Amen. So Jesus, Jesus doesn't hold back. And I think that's what I love. One thing I love about Jesus is that he doesn't do a watered-down gospel. He goes straight to the point. He says, we cannot look back. And that's a lot of challenge that challenges a lot of us, myself included, where we keep looking back. We keep looking at what happened. We keep looking at what's happening now that we cannot see going forward. Um, and Jesus is encouraging us. We need to be looking forward. And not just looking forward, but looking at him. We need to be following Jesus in front of us. Amen? So, <coughs> sorry. Because <laughs> um, there's one thing we have to remember, that we can only see the new which Jesus has revealed to us. We cannot see what Jesus hasn't revealed to us. Today, there's so much things happening around us that can distract us from that new that Jesus is trying to show us. For me, if I think about the, just the last couple of weeks, I've had family members in hospital up and down to visits. I have funerals that I had to you know, attend of family members. I had family members struggling financially, family members giving up on life itself. And as you heard, I said family members, so it's close to me, so I can easily get distracted from what Jesus is trying to show me. But Jesus is urging us to look forward and to look at him and to follow him. What I like to use sometimes when I try to explain something, I like to use an analogy. And when I was preparing, the only thing I could think of was, Imagine driving down this, this, um, a long road. You go into a destination you're so excited for, but it's dark, it's misty, it's a, it's a terrible night. Your phone dies, but you're falling in this other car, and that's your only reliance now is on this car in front of you. That two little red lights that you keep following, you keep looking. But because you are so scared what's happening around you, looking in your rearview mirror, looking to Simon's, looking around you, and you are so distracted that you go over this hill, you come down, and your car's gone. And you come to a crossroads, and now, what do I do now? I'm lost. I can easily use that analogy and say, when we are looking around distracted, you're going to lose Jesus. But here's the good news. Jesus is not that little car with the two lights that you're following. If I could put him in this analogy, I would think he's this massive truck that you cannot miss. His light is as bright, so bright, that it lights up the sky that there's no more darkness. So Jesus is making himself visible to you. And we don't have an excuse. Jesus is there urging us 
saying, yeah, I am, follow me. But we choose to close our eyes and we turn around and we say, that doesn't suit our plan. That doesn't fit with what I would see me going forward. Jesus is saying, my son, my daughter, this is a calling that I have upon your life. We spoke about gifts in life group and he's saying, my son, my daughter, this is a, a gift that I'm giving you. Go out there and show the world the kingdom of God. And we are like, you know, Jesus, that sounds good, but you know, I'm fine here. Yeah? I, think, I think what's going on here, let me just sort out this first. You know what, what Trevor Noah say? Keep it here, keep it here, keep it here. We're fine here. Yeah. And we also think, oh, Jesus, you know what happened in my past? Like, I can't go there. I first need to first get my head right because, you know, that happened. I don't think that is what is meant for my life. But Jesus is saying there is more for you. He wants more for you. It's not what I say. It's not what Mark says. not what Michael says. But Jesus wants more for each and every one of you. If you forget everything that I've said now in the last five minutes, um, just remember one way, one thing. There's only one way to see the new, and that's to see Jesus. There's only one way to walk into the new, and that is to follow Jesus. Remember, he chose you. We did not choose him. I didn't choose. Jesus chose me, and Jesus chose you. And what he is asking you is to follow him. Follow him into the new that he has for you. Not just for a season, not just for the year to continually moving forward and following Jesus in every step of your life. So this morning, I, I just urge you, as Mark spoke last week, when we spoke about the Romans, we Paul urged the people of, I think it was the Romans, I'm urging you today, I'm encouraging today, there's no pressure as you walk into the new. You cannot fail because God won't fail you. And God won't fail you because God is not a failure. So go out there today, this week, this month, this year, and walk into the new that Jesus has for you. Don't let your old distract you from your God-ordained new that He has for you. I have some time to pray. Let me, can I just pray for, for, before we go? Lord Jesus, God, we just, Lord, we just thank you for choosing us, God. God, we just thank you, Lord. We just, we don't know why. We ask the question, Jesus, why me? But you have a purpose and a plan for us, God. And we trust in you with all our heart and all our mind. And we lean out on our own understanding, God. We know that the world understanding will tell us that we are not good enough. But we are enough because you are enough, God. God, I just pray that you bless these people, God, as they step into the new that you have for them. Not the new that the church is telling them. Not the new that they are telling themselves. But the new that Jesus is showing them. God, bless these people, God. Give them the courage. Give them the strength, God, to step into the new and to forget what the past is holding them back. That the enemy is trying to remind them of their past, but you are showing them a new thing. And you are doing a new thing, God. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.